everybody. This is KVE Radio. I'm Autumn McGar. It is starting to warm up finally out there, which means that the Kitchen and Bath Design Awards entry deadline is coming around the mountain again. I will put a link in the episode description so you can submit your kitchen and bath projects that you think are worthy of recognition. Uh, You can actually also visit our website, kitchenbathdesign.com, and check it out there. Today we are chatting with Alina Capra, owner of Alina Capra Designs in Fort Lauderdale. Hey, Alina, it's so great to have you with us here today. Thank you. I am excited to be here to chat with you. You know, just to get us to get us started, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and, and you know, how kind of you developed your interest in design and, and why you eventually pursued a career in it? So to go way back, uh, ever <laughs> since I was very young, um, I've always loved art and drawing and painting and and just about anything creative, uh, just creating stuff. And so, you know, as I was uh, in school as a child through junior high, high school, and all all the way up to college, I was always involved in anything having to do with art. Mm -hmm. When I went for my undergraduate degree, I studied graphic design and advertising. And when I graduated, I additionally then went to design school and did a program in interior. So I was always in art and design and things like that. And I've always loved creative things. And I also had the sort of, um, I I was lucky enough to grow up around a lot of creative people. My mom has a a great talent for art and my grandmother had a great talent for decorating and anything creative. So it was like always around a lot of my other grandmother was a seamstress and my great aunt was as well. So people were always creating a creative field. Right. And I love that. So it exposed me to a lot of creative energy from a young age. So to get into a career where I could do something creative was just something that I feel like was from the start. Kind of inevitable, <laughs> sort of nurturing. Yeah, from the definitely beginning. inevitable. <laughs> yes. Why'd you land on uh, on design, do you think, on interiors? So uh, that sort of came because, I, uh, again, like I said, I always loved art and I, I, all different facets, but when I was in college and undergrad, I absolutely loved any apartment or from dorm rooms to apartments, any place I ever lived. I loved decorating the space, like literally it'd be a weekend and say, oh, I'm going to paint everything. And then all the walls would be a different color <laughs> or multiple different colors. And I loved I, buying things. I remember my first dorm room, I spent that whole summer preparing the decor and the scheme and buying all the things. So you should have known then that I was probably should have studied interior design, but um, it was nice to do it later on. And that sort of like made me want to get into it because I kind of like realized how much I enjoyed furnishings and picking paints and fabrics and things like that. So it was only a matter of time that I would eventually uh, do it as a career. Now, you know, since then, you've kind of got a lot of irons in the fire. You've got public appearances. You've got uh, you've got your ambassadorships with coverings. You've got TV appearances, that sort of thing. And I'm wondering kind of how you first began to cultivate these other facets of your career and, and kind of how you've learned to balance this with your day-to-day design work. Well, okay. Thank you so much, first of all. And I'm still, the balance is always a work in progress, right? <laughs> um, but I, I love having different facets of all uh, different parts of things within the industry um, to do. It it gives, it feeds, it feeds my soul. It's like what I absolutely love having different, different uh, avenues to take. So when I started in design, I actually specifically started in bathroom design, which is one of my absolute favorite rooms of design. So I started out as a bathroom designer. I had a professor in school who was a certified, um, 
a sort of a bathroom designer and a, a sort of a kitchen designer. And I took her class. I learned about designing bathrooms. I, I loved it. I just loved the technical aspects of it. I loved the creativity of it, tile and plumbing and all of the different things. And I, I so that's where it started. And it kind of was like something I really gravitated towards and began to love in design. Mm-hmm. I then got into kitchen design. So kitchen and bath design has always been the kind of cornerstone of my design career. Right. That's where it started. So I wanted to get um, become an expert in that. And I knew that obviously would take time in the field and learning and education. So I kind of went and decided I wanted to get my certifications. So once I was able to, I got those. And I, I thought, well, if you're certified, then that positions you as an expert. So I began starting to speak about kitchen and bath design at local home shows. That was my kind of my first platform. Yeah. And at that point, I realized I love speaking about design, not only actually designing, but I love speaking about this. So I kind of, you know, I started volunteering speaking and anytime someone needed a speaker for something, I kind of would put my name out there. Right. And yeah. I think it's important to really to kind of start that way. Right. Like you see people doing big speaking gigs. Right. But you everyone starts somewhere. And I loved starting kind of and doing that because not only was I able to share expertise with others, but they're always speaking to the general public, people right. who are interested in design. Later on came speaking to my peers, which is, I think it's two very different things. Um, I think when you're speaking to your peers about specific industry topics, trends and stuff, you speak, you address it in one way. And then when you're speaking to more of the general public about design, it's done in a different way. And learning those two things was something that I really wanted to like set out to do. So it was nice that eventually and through my work with coverings, eventually as their industry ambassador, that allowed me to also speak to designers and architects and people in the press and, and everyone who is really already tuned into design. So I kind of, got to do a little bit of both. And I absolutely love both aspects of that, educating as well um, and and sharing trends and, and different topics within the industry. So kind of that part. And I always also wanted to do television. Mm-hmm. So I had an opportunity to my very first uh, design television uh, job was a local um, they were shooting an HDTV show back in 2011 mm-hmm. that was set in Miami and the host was a luxury home builder, Louis Bosch, and his show centered on weekend projects with homeowners. So I had submitted um, for a behind the scenes designer essentially to help put the project together, scout the locations with the producers and source the products and everything and be there on set for the two, three, four days it shot to dress the set. And it was an amazing experience. I never got to see how that worked. Um, I got to do the season one. Um, it didn't run for season two, but the whole first season, I got to do about five episodes. And it was such a great learning experience to see what that's all about. Yeah. And I had other opportunities from then. I, I was on a design uh, renovation show that was shot in Cincinnati that was on FYI Network, um, where we competed and did room, uh, different room renovations every few days. That was a completely different aspect, but still fun. That's super cool. And then I did a lot of other things in between, some um, on-camera stuff after that, doing some uh, sort of on-camera lead designer type things for a show called Operation Build, which shot here. And then for the last two and a half years, I've been hosting SoFlo Home Projects, which is in our local ABC affiliate in Miami. And mm-hmm. this has been an awesome journey because, it allows me to every week talk to designers, architects, homeowners, or other industry professionals in showrooms and share 
a, a multitude of design topics. And since we are on every week, we get a lot of chances to just bring different information. So I, that, that's a whole other segment of what I do. But yeah. the best thing I have to say about that is I was, I kind of uh, really put myself out there. I would apply to things and to, to say that I was always told yes and got those opportunities would, would not be the truth. Like, like everyone else, yeah. you have to keep trying. And so to some things I got, some I didn't. And all of the experiences are great because you learn from each one and they've all been part of the different steps to kind of get to where I am now. Definitely. Especially if you feed off that kind of energy. Um, Absolutely. What do you think kind of makes your specific perspective that you, that you bring to these appearances unique and, and fresh and kind of what impact do you hope to leave people with when you're done speaking? So whenever I, I, I'm doing stuff like that, I feel like to me, I just want to be my authentic self. I yeah. think I want to share my perspective of of how, you know, I relate to design and how I want others to, to gain from that. I I really like sharing different knowledge of certain things or trying to bring a different perspective. And I think we, because I talk to a lot of designers on a weekly basis, right, yeah. from what I do uh, with my work and I love that because you never get the same response from each time. It's always something different. So I think yeah. no matter who is speaking, whether it's myself or another industry professional, colleague, friend, we're always bringing a little something different because ultimately in this industry, we learn from one another. So right. whatever I'm bringing to it, I hope that people enjoy my take and whatever others, because I, I learn so much from others in the industry and I hope that others can learn from me as well. I think we each take a little bit of something, whether it's um, learning about um, a new type of material or a new application or something that happens in an install that we need to be aware of for our own project. So there's always something. And um, what I also like to bring to it is that for me, I feel like design in, in a sense, I like a very approachable kind of feel to design. Sure. I, in my day-to-day dealings with clients, like it's very casual. We don't um, make it something that's so overly serious. We enjoy it. We sit down, we look at the samples. We might be sitting on the floor with samples down in front of us, or we might be, you know, at a stone yard. I just, I want people to enjoy the experience because yeah. sometimes it could be very stressful, right? So we try to do our best um, at my company here to make it enjoyable and fun as well. Kind of savor the process and not just view it as something to get through. <laughs> absolutely yeah you know you've got so much going on between like just doing the business of design and and then you know in addition educating people about it I'm wondering kind of how you maintain your drive and energy with such a full plate like what keeps you inspired and passionate about what you do and kind of helps you avoid that burnout so and I think that's a really good kind of question I love your question because (laughs) I, I think we're always still evolving with the answer to that and like for me I am very high energy as a person. I like being very busy. It's something I've always been doing. I, I enjoy doing a lot of different things. And of course, there is a point where you do need to focus on the specific task at hand. So obviously, it's always that balance of trying to figure out where the energy goes, right? Right. Um, but for me, it's, it's again, it's also been a learning experience in time um, with trying to do a lot of different aspects of the business. And I see so many colleagues and friends in the industry doing a lot of different things as well. Some are Absolutely. speakers, some are educators. Um, everyone is, we're all wearing a lot of hats, right? We're doing our marketing and yep. this and that. We're, it's, it's sort of, uh, it's all encompassing, but I think 
those of us doing this, we love it. And we do it because we love it. And the passion is what really pushes people through, I think, in any career, right? In any endeavor. So I I really enjoy it. And of course, you know, I don't enjoy it when things go wrong on a project or we have damaged (laughs) product or, you know, deliveries that don't arrive. It's part of the process. And um, so you just got to move on with that. But the rewards of like when you do have an installation on a project and you see it come together and it does look great and everyone is happy and it's beautiful. Like that kind of, those kind of moments are like just this amazing feeling. And so I get that satisfaction from every different aspect of what I'm doing, which is why I like balancing it with different, different kind of avenues within the industry as a whole. It all relates. And I think, uh, something that I kind of felt like during the pandemic and the early part of the pandemic, I I was definitely grateful that I had a lot of different things because sometimes certain things will be busier than others. Yeah. So I like the idea that, you know, a lot of us freelance or do other things. Um, sometimes it's a good, that's a good thing to do. Um, if, if that's your personality type and you enjoy working on multiple things at once for me, I, I like it. And um, they all relate and, they all kind of give me um, different, different kind of uh, different feelings of happiness from each one. Um, I guess something different from each. And I hope that um, I think a lot of others can relate who are in the in the same boat. You kind of keep your uh, your portfolio of activities diverse enough that you never manage to get bored. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No. Every day of work is completely different. Like for me, yesterday we had a shoot for a Soflow Home project in the earlier part of the day, mm-hmm. and then sometimes when I finish that, I'll switch gears and then either do some client work or see a client. Or the day before, we had two installations that we're at, and it's always a lot of busyness. But I feel like that's the type of um, business it is where we have things always going, whether it's deliveries or meetings yeah. or, and, you know, but it's, it's the end result is, is always great. And that's what inspires me on a daily basis. I love it. And yeah. I love this industry. Seems like there's a lot of vitality in that for sure. Yes. Well, listen, thank you so much for taking the ch- time to chat with me today. I really appreciate it. Well, absolutely. I enjoyed it. And I hope that I can help keep others inspired as well who are doing the same thing or or maybe just getting started out that it's always good to try a lot of different avenues as well, because yeah. you it's, it's a it's a it's a journey, right? You're always going to at a certain point, you might want to change something and, and change another thing. And you're always kind of navigating through this and seeing what you love about a certain industry and um, what additional things you want to add to what you do. KBD Radio is hosted and produced by Autumn McGar with music by David Ayala. For more information about kitchen and bath design news, please visit our website at kitchenbathdesign.com.